the world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Grace for My Home. The temperature is warming up here in South Carolina. It is a beautiful day today, and it's starting to feel like spring. It's not spring, but it's starting to feel like spring. It's still a little chilly, but there's hope in the air. I went for a walk yesterday, and it was so nice. And I just, I'm so excited about the spring weather coming because, well, I just love change of season. But I especially love the spring. You know, the spring is like new hope. Everything's been dead. Everything's been cold. Everything's been brown and and just, you know, just kind of yucky. And now with the spring, new things are starting to pop up. And that's exciting. So here it's starting to just be beautiful outside. I don't look forward to the pollen, but you have to take the good with the bad, right? Just to give you a little recap of what's going on around here, our boys are starting to get ready for spring sports. We have one who is, he's practicing soccer right now. They're in soccer practice. I have another one who um, he is, his head is all into football. So right now for the spring, he's doing track. He's training with the track team and he has really enjoyed that. But the whole point of it is he's getting ready for football. He thinks that track will help him be faster and more, more agile. And so that's why he's doing that. And then we are, um, you know, getting ready for for the summer, thinking about what we're going to do this summer as far as travel and those kind of things. And um, my husband, he travels a lot during the summer, and sometimes I get to go with him and sometimes I don't. Now that I'm managing the coffee shop, I'm not able to go with him as much, and that's okay. But it just kind of, you know, we're just trying to figure all that out right now. I had a scripture on my mind and on my heart today, actually two, and I thought that this would be two good scriptures to share with you today. The first one is Psalm 1. I had my children, when we were homeschooling, memorize Psalm 1, and it's such a good scripture. I'm going to read Psalm 1 to you out of the NIV right now. It says, blessed is the man who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord 
and who meditates in his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like shaft that the wind has driven away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. And like I said, when my my boys were younger, we memorized this together because I just think it's so important to see the contrast that there is a difference between those who serve the Lord and those who don't. And we all have that that choice. That is a choice that every person has to make. How are we going to walk? And I wanted them to see clearly from the very beginning that there is a distinction. Because this world will tell you there's really no big difference between Christians and non-Christians. There's really no big difference between those who believe in God and those who don't. But there is. And sometimes, you know, at the beginning, you may see two people, you know, the beginning of life and one is a believer and one is not. And it may not look like a whole big, like a whole lot of difference between those two. But as the years go on, as time passes and they make more and more decisions about their lives, the person who has built his home, his life on the rock of Jesus, who has decided to live rightly, who has decided to do the right things, even when it doesn't seem like it matters, that person's life will look a lot different 20, 30, 40 years down the road because the differences, they, they start off small, but they grow exponentially. And that's what it's like for a person who builds his house on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. We are those who delight in the law of the Lord, who meditate on his law day and night. We don't stand in the way of sinners. We don't sit in the company of mockers. We don't walk with the wicked. And it makes a huge difference in our lives. We become like a tree planted by streams of water. And what that means is when there's a drought, we are beside the river. Even if you don't see the water in the riverbed, we have roots that go down deep. And we have a stream, we have a source that the world can't see. And it sustains us. In hard times, we have a leaf that doesn't wither. Now, we have fruit in the season when we're supposed to have fruit because whatever we do prospers, because our prosperity is not based on our own ability, but the fact that God watches over us, the fact that we do those things that please him. And so even when on the outside, it doesn't look like there's a big difference between the one who serves Jesus and the one who doesn't. In the long run, it makes all the difference. And we as Christian moms, as Christian parents, we are the ones that have to show that to our children early so that they see that there is a reward for serving God. There is a reason to serve God. And there will be a day 
of judgment. There will be a day where we stand before Jesus and we give account of all the things we've done in our lives. And, you know, we may do things here on earth that, that make people scratch their heads. We may do things that the world just can't understand. Why would you give? You know, why would you give when you're yourself struggling? Why would you reach out and help other people when you're not rich yourself? Because there's a reward. Because I look after my brother and my sister. Because I'm like my father. I see and I love to bless. And so there is an, a hidden current that flows through God's children that brings blessing everywhere it goes. And it's not always financial blessings. Many times it doesn't have anything to do with money. There is a blessing that flows. There is a joy. There's a strength. There's a support. There's a happiness that goes deeper than money that a lot of people can't see because to them that's the, that's what blessed means is it means finances and i'm thankful that our finances that our needs our financial needs are met but the blessing of god is so much more than financial and god is showing us here in psalm 1 that there is a distinction between he who walks after God and he who does not. The implication is, be the one who walks after God. Be the righteous one. Be the one who does right when nobody else is watching, because it matters. Send those roots down deep, so that when the storm comes, that tree doesn't topple over. And God will supply all that you need. I also want to read another scripture that is over in Matthew. It says in Matthew 13, starting in verse 31, talking about Jesus, he presented another parable to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. And this is smaller than all other seeds. But when it is full grown, it is larger than the garden plants, and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. So Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God, and it's like a mustard seed. And, you know, he said in another section, he said another place, that if you have faith as a mustard seed, then you can say to a mountain, be moved and cast into the sea, and it, it will obey you. But he's talking here, the kingdom of God is like that mustard seed. It's small, but once you plant it and it grows, it becomes bigger than any of the other plants in your garden. So big that it's a tree where the birds can come and make nests and find find safe haven, find a protected place. And I see that a lot like Psalm 1, as we grow in our faith. As we learn how to walk with Jesus, as we become more and more like him, we become a safe place. We become a stable person. We spread out our branches and make a place for other people to come and to hear and to be safe and to learn about God. And as moms, that's who we're called to be. We're called to be men 
and women of faith, where others can come into our branches because we've stood the test of time, because we've stood through the storms, because we've grown in our faith, because we've shoot our we've we've allowed our roots to go down deep and our branches to go up high. We can make a place for other people who need a break from the storm, for other people who need to come into the protection of our faith so that they can learn, so they can grow, so they can be inspired, so they can have an example of how to walk with God. And that's what our faith is like. As our faith grows, it pro- it produces a place where other people can grow too. And our homes are like that. You know, your children, they, they need lots of things, right? (laughs) They need a lot of stuff. But most of all, they need you to be an example of walking with Jesus, of what it means to walk by faith, of what it means to love God, of what it means to enjoy God, of what it means to hold on. When we don't feel like holding on anymore. You know, that is, that is taught. That is one of those things that, that we don't think that that is important. It doesn't seem like, you know, one of the big things that we're, we're, we need to be training our children, but that is so foundational. That is one of those things that they will absorb from us as we walk in hard places and they know when we're walking in hard places, but as we walk in hard places and we still trust God and we still pray and we still forgive people who hurt us and we still strive to please God in hard places, they may not verbally say, I see that, but it goes down deep. And years later, when they're going through their own situations, their own circumstances, where it would seem a lot easier just to just to strike the rock and just say, forget this. It would be a lot easier just to walk away or do what feels good to them at the moment. They will have a picture of mama believing, praying, worshiping in hard places. And that is worth its weight in gold, mama. No, that's one of those things that you can't buy it. You can't um, manufacture it. It's it's a faith walk and it matters. It matters a great deal. And if you don't, if you feel like you're failing all the way around, okay, if you feel like, you know, I didn't get this right and I didn't get that right and I didn't get right that right, you just keep walking with Jesus and your very walk with him will be a testimony to your children that we serve Jesus even when it's hard, that we walk after God even when nobody else sees it because we believe. And that's what faith is. It starts off as a little seed and we keep walking with them and walking with them and walking with them. And before we know it, we are a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings protection and a place of rest for those who live under our roof. And for others that will come along aside that the Lord will send to walk along with us. And it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And he sends us times of refreshing. You know, there are seasons. Like I said when I opened up, there are seasons. There are seasons that it feels dark. There are seasons that it feels just really yucky and hard. 
and cold. And then there are times when the sun comes out and the spring comes and the birds start singing again. And it's like the sap starts running through our veins again. And we're reminded that serving Jesus is the best life there is. Amen. I do want to let you know that I am going to take a few weeks off from the podcast. I am spending a few weeks praying, just seeking the Lord for direction for my life and for my family. And I love doing the podcast and I will definitely be back. But I do want to be serious about seeking the Lord's direction. And instead of trying to come up with a message, I want to hear from the Lord during this next, probably about two to three weeks. And so Just want to let you know, so you don't think that I have given up or that I'm not coming back, but I am going to take a few weeks off just to um, clear my mind and hear from, from the Lord. So if you would pray for me that I would hear direction from the Lord, that would be great. So, um, just so, just to let you know. Father, I pray right now for these mamas that are listening. Lord, I pray that they would feel you moving in their spirits today, that they would feel the sap running again, Lord, that, Lord, new life is on the way, that, Lord, spring is coming and new life is on the way. And, Lord, I ask you, Lord, that they would feel you as their strength inside of them, Lord, for all that they need. God, we are a resource to our family. They're constantly pulling from us, constantly coming to us for wisdom. God, give us your wisdom for them. And Lord, I just ask you for strength in our hearts and our minds. And and Lord, we give you all the glory. And we just honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today and will join me here again next week. You can find more encouragement on my blog at graceformyhome.com. God bless. Bye-bye.